and welcome to another episode of the New York Sportscast Podcast. I'm your host, Charlie Quinn, here today hosting alone, but we have a guest, a very well-requested guest. He's been itching to get on here a couple weeks. Some of you know him as Sally Bombs, Crazy Sal, Sally two times. Most people just call him Sal Bomarito. Sal, welcome to the show. What's going on? Thanks for having me, Charlie. Today we're going to be talking about uh, this previous week of football, week five, and talking a little bit about the Yankees playoff run and uh, the start of the New York Knicks and Rangers. Sal, what came out? What was your favorite moment of week five? Well, I'm a really big Packers fan, so the win over Dallas was a was a really you know really great way to kick off the uh, the first half of the NFL season for me for the Packers, of course, you know. Rodgers, he didn't really have a great game. You know, he didn't really throw any, didn't throw any touchdowns. But, you know, Aaron Jones played phenomenal. Um, four touchdowns. Yeah, four touchdowns. It was, you know, it, and we lost Devontae Adams in the end of the Eagles game last week. And it was, you no know. toe injury. Yeah, he had turf toe. He didn't, you know. Uh, no joke turf toe. No, nah, it's, it's honestly, it's it's more than what you think it is. Like, a lot of people, like, they think that that injury is, like, something that could be, like, easy. It's, it's known from. as, like, a quote-unquote soft injury. But if you've ever gotten turf toe, you understand the severity of the injury. Not easy to play through. Not at all. No. It's, it's it, like, it's kind of like getting, you know when, like, you pick at your nails? Yeah. And sometimes, like, you can rip the bottom off and feel like you're going to rip your nail off? Yeah. Turf toe is essentially like getting your nail ripped Yeah, it's, it's like, it's like you know, you have that, that like bare skin layer. And, like, it's, you know. It's, it's like not, Antonio Brown when he, when he, froze, he froze his feet off. He, he froze his just to one toe. The guy, the guy goes to get rehab and he freezes his feet off. Like, I don't know. But, yeah, you know, the defense played pretty well. Um, not Then the second half, you know, was Dak Prescott's show. But, you know, defense played pretty well. Uh, Rodgers, not, not what I wanted it to be at this week, but a big win. Over uh, Dallas to put us at four and one. Dallas looked good the first couple weeks. I mean, they played a couple cupcake teams, but I don't think they're done. A lot of people are saying, "Oh wow, they they only beat up on cupcake teams." The last two teams they played have been decent to real competition, and well, they've lost. But they played, you know, three high school teams at first. I I agree with you in a way. The Giants week one without Daniel Jones is essentially like playing. Well, you know, you, you have you, you have the element of like the Giants not having Jones in, and you try to say, all right, maybe like you know something well, something different. The Giants happened. were also banged up; they were missing a couple guys. Right. No Golden Tate, obviously. You know, no Golden Tate. You have you know people. You, you have you know certain starters not think, yeah. really playing. I don't 100%. think the, I don't think the Giants had a shot to win that game in general, even if Jones made his first career yeah, start. Maybe, maybe they did. But the Dolphins win and the Redskins win are obviously two. Games you don't even have to show up to the stadium. Yeah, before. that was just you know as you can see you know Jay Gruden getting fired this morning. You know that was just not a surprise to many. No, not at all. I mean, he said if my card still works Monday, I'll uh, I'll be the coach still. Yeah, well, it didn't work. Pal. A lot of a lot of rumors going on how he didn't want Dwayne Haskins and how he didn't like Dwayne Haskins and Haskins kind of sensed that. So you stick with the fifteenth pick in the draft for at least a, a season, and you get a new coach, a coach that wants him, a coach that likes him, and a coach that most importantly will help develop him. We'll get into it quickly. You know, the Giants, Daniel Jones faced his first. I mean, I wouldn't say first real opponent because the Bucks aren't, I wouldn't call them like a scary team, but they're a real opponent. I mean, they have a high-powered offense, as we saw with Mike Evans and his three touchdowns. Played their first real defense, that we could say. Mm-hmm. Minnesota just sent the house to, sent the house at him almost every play, and they have a great secondary. I mean, it was, it was one of those games you didn't expect to win going in, but you had a little bit of hope because of how the other two weeks went. But unfortunately for Daniel Jones, the road does not get easier as 
He has to go into New England this Thursday night, which is near impossible ask for him to get a win there. What do you think about that game? I don't know. I'm I'm the Giants I'm, are sixteen and a half point underdogs. I saw that. That's you know that that's like a lock for most people on like on certain things. You know, like like betting against the Giants winning. Uh, but I don't know. You know, it's it's you wanna you wanna root for him. I, I like I like rooting for Danny Dimes. You know, I mean. How about I re- the nickname? Everybody's calling him Danny Dimes. That was just a New York thing. Now it's like a I viral mean, thing. It's, he, it's it's pretty crazy. I'm, that Darius Slayton touchdown was I that mean, was a dime. You know that was that was a dime. That was right in his. They basket. have a nice little connection. They do, and and it's weird to see. You know, like you know, you you, you think when you throw in a quarterback, you think they're going to utilize their number ones right away. Like you know, like all right, so let's say you would have had somebody like Odell on the team, right? Now you're throwing in uh, you're throwing in you know Daniel Jones, and he's going to be going after. The number one, but you see this guy, you see him come in now. He has somebody in Sterling Shepard and Evan Ingram, you know, two guys that could be like his number one targets. And he's looking for Darius Slayton, you know, somebody like that. And he's trusted him with it. And I, I think that's amazing because it's more of him developing his own chemistry with the receiver than forcing yeah. it. Slayton had a big, I mean, I wouldn't say it's a, it's a big day, I guess. It's for a big a rookie, day for, for, for a rookie, for, for a fifth like rounder, yeah. sixth round pick. I mean, yeah. uh, what do you have? Four for 62 and a touchdown. I mean, that's a, it's a big day. Yeah. I, they've had a nice connection since the preseason. I mean, Slayton's had a lot of issues with his hamstring and, and being, uh, usually, being healthy. You know, usually guys coming up together, like in the same like rookie draft class, you know, going through things together, they they, they tend to, especially being two like offense-heavy guys like, like that, they're going to talk and, you know, like see, you know, like try to fill each other out, I guess, going up through everything. And I guess, you know, they, I mean, they said, hey, like let's try this, and it worked. Going back to that, going back to that game, I mean, the Vikings, I mean, they threw all over the Giants. They ran all over the Giants. They did everything they had to do. Dalvin Cook had 21 carries for 132 yards. Had a ton of receiving yards as well. Yeah. I mean, it was just, it was barbecue chicken all day for that man. I mean, the Giants had every starting linebacker out. So, I mean, I guess the game plan was very, very smart. Attack the weakness of the defense. But, I mean... Daniel Jones did not have his have his best game. I mean, obviously he was getting blitzed every almost every every down. I mean, you have you have Daniel, you have Hunter, and you have Everson Griffin on the same line going at him, and then you have people. You and you have, have Rhodes, Mike Hughes in the secondary, yeah. Harrison Smith, and then you had Anthony yeah, Barr in the Barr. middle. Like it's not it's it's a tall order for a rookie. Yeah, I get had, it. He had a pick, uh, Anthony Barr. Yeah, he had a pick at the end of the game. That was yeah. tough. I mean, that was a really really tough read for Jones. But that was the only sat on it the whole way. I mean, that was the only pick that Jones had the whole game though. Yeah, I mean, he had a ton of a ton of throws that should have been picked off, but I mean, it's all growing pains. He's a rookie. I mean, as much as, as much hype as he's had over the past three weeks, people have to understand. Hey, he's a rookie. Rookie quarterbacks are not usually successful. It's not often. I'd say what, maybe one rookie a year, two rookie, two rookies a year have successful seasons as a quarterback. Donald didn't have the best best no, year last not. year. No. Mayfield, they won some games, but they still they, threw about 14, 15 picks last year. It's all growing pains. It's a part of the process. But the guys around him want to play. That's the thing. That's like, the spark. It's it's the spark of like you see when the Giants go out there, you know, they're not going out there and just going through the motions. The guys want the guys come back to the huddle. They want to play for Daniel Jones. They they want him they they want him as their QB. That that that's the guy, you know, they didn't they didn't give up. They don't just, you know, sit down and like, all right, we'll take the beating and we'll book our vacations already for the summer. Like I, you know, like they want to play. They they want to play around him. And I think that's an amazing thing because as someone that's getting, you know, he's he's got the keys now. Like, you know, you're the keys for the New York Giants right now. You you you're in the you're in the driver's seat. 
Like, try to take us somewhere. I'm just amazed at how quickly Saquon Barkley has made a comeback. Yeah, he's now projected to play Thursday night just two games after spraining his ankle. That, high ankle sprain. Now, I'm not just saying it's any ankle sprain. A high ankle sprain is a very, very severe injury. It may sound like a soft injury, an ankle, whatever. You don't realize how much force and pressure he's using on that. Cu- especially for a running back. Cutting, jumping. I mean, you watch Saquon Barkley play. He's not Saquon Barkley without his hurdles, his jump cuts, his patience behind the line. You can't do those things when you have a banged up ankle. Yeah, and then you watch videos on like you on like on, like Twitter or whatever from like Bleach Report that you think you're seeing a video from like early September before the season you know kicked off and the guys jumping around and hopping and whatever and running and laughing and you're like you know like what is this guy like, superhuman like. He just – he basically just came back from, from high ankle sprain. He's running around like this. Like, it's just it's – it's amazing. I think that's going to be an awesome addition to uh, to Daniel Jones once he gets back into the mix. I'm a big fan of Sterling Shepherds. I love that contract they gave him this offseason. I'm a big fan. He's a bulldog. Yeah, he is. He'll, he's not afraid of traffic, which is also a bad thing considering he just got another concussion yeah. yesterday. Mm-hmm. But he's not, afraid of, he's not afraid to get hit. He's a small guy. He'll leave everything out there. Plays with a ton of passion and heart. Always dancing and yelling and screaming when he gets a first down. Uh, he fits the culture that they're trying to build. If, if, I'm not, if I'm not wrong, the Giants had a small guy like that a couple years ago. He wore a uh, number 80. I don't, I don't know. I think somebody uh, by the name of Victor Cruz. He, he, was, he was pretty good, the salsa man. He was pretty yeah. from, from UMass. You know? Had that phenomenal preseason where he wore, he wore like, number three. The Jets. Torched the Jets. Torched the Jets. 99-yard touchdown mm-hmm. in the regular season as well. Yeah. yeah he was like He was like the – the receiver that you look at and you say like, this is really like an underdog type of guy that, you know, he doesn't really have the build of like, like you think receiver, you think, right, you think somebody like six, five great hands, maybe somewhere in the range of like 215 pounds, big, like, you know, like muscle man, you know, some nice big, like stocky guy getting out there and, you know, really getting at the ball. And this guy, you know, he just came up and he was like, I'm just going to, you know, find my way, get open and I'm going to get out there and, Producing, I'm, I'm a big. I'm definitely a big fan of his. I'm a big fan of Marcus Golden, who's two years ago he had 12 and a half sacks with the Cardinals. Last yeah. year he was a little bit banged up, so he really didn't get uh, as much time as expected. Healthy on the field. This year he's already got four and a half sacks. Yeah, and and you know what? He had a, he had a sack against Cousins too, and that's you know like I don't really think that the the Vikings are a terrible team. I think that Kirk Cousins makes them worse than what they are. I. I being a fan of You're not like, sold on Kirk Cousins anymore. No, not at all. I mean, being a fan of the NFC North, when you look at his numbers in the past from like the Redskins and everything, the man was a garbage time QB. And all of his numbers like that came... Hell of a fantasy quarterback. Yeah, amazing because, you know, teams are going to, you know... They, they you, not, you saw the you saw the Redskins were down two touchdowns going into the third quarter. You were happy. You were like, all right, Kirk Cousins. Yeah. This is, a, this is where we make our money in fantasy. Exactly. He's going to sling the ball around and he's, you know, he's not going to care. But, you know, you put him in an offense. Like, why is Stefan Diggs struggle, struggling now to get the ball? And why is he, like, demanding? Like, why is he unhappy with the Adam team? Thielen absolutely abused the Giants. Yesterday. Seven for 130 with two touchdowns? That's insane. And then you have somebody like that. He was close to that in the first half, too. He barely did anything in the second half, which is insane. Yeah. I mean, and you know, somebody like Stefan Diggs, he, he th- that tandem should be the best receiver duo in football right now. And it's looking like they were struggling. I, it looks like they're struggling, like to be together as teammates. And I don't know. I'm not. I'm not sold on on the cousins train. I mean, I think they dumped they dumped a lot of money into him, and they really thought that it was like the unicorn back then. You know, a, a QB that has been a starter, 
didn't get an extension from the team that he was on, and now he's a free agent, and he's he would they they called him like the quote unquote unicorn because they saw people like Peyton Manning while well, he had neck surgery, and then Drew Brees from San Diego he had you know the shoulder shoulder stuff, and you you're saying all right you know you're taking risk with those guys, but both of those guys you know had Hall of Fame careers, and uh, I don't know I don't think he's on that path. Cousins. Yeah, I'd, I'd assume not. I mean, we had another, we had an instant classic in Carolina yesterday. Nobody wanted to win that game apparently because every time I turned it yeah. on, the Jaguars had the ball back after giving it up two minutes prior to it. Yep. Gardner Minshew showed out again. I mean, I'm a big Duval guy. I, I like Kyle, Kyle Allen's coming for Cam Newton's spot. Do you ever see? Do you remember that commercial? Four and zero now. Yeah, the play sixty commercial. <laughs> that was, I thought that was hysterical. That little kid. He's four and zero now in his four starts. I mean, a lot of people thought Will Greer would be the guy. He's not ready yet, as we know. No. Kyle Allen will probably move on somewhere after this. I don't think they'll give Cam Newton spot away that quickly. No, definitely. But not. people should note that it's a new owner, so owners usually like picking their own quarterback. Right. Kind of like GMs like picking their own coach. Mm-hmm. So I mean, we'll see. Cam's been banged up. Ever since that Super Bowl when he didn't jump on the ball, that MVP season, <laughs> he's been banged up. I mean, what was said about their last owner was that he'd let Steve Smith go like that. And, you know, I really feel that Steve Smith should have finished his career in Carolina. Steve Smith was so good, man. I mean, like, it, it was like, it was really like a shot at him when they just let him walk like that. Like, you know, he's... And, and he went to Baltimore and he produced. Exactly. Like, you know, the guy had... You take you take a guy like that out of it and then, then what do you have on the team? You have Kelvin Benjamin and, and what, Devin Funches? Like, who who's going who's going for the ball here? Like, you, you know, then you go into that Super Bowl and you're, you're going up against arguably the greatest defense, the greatest Super Bowl-type defense. You have Ikeep Cleveland on one side, Chris Harris Jr., Von Miller, and you have Demarcus Ware in there. And now you're like saying TJ Ward in the TJ, backside. Yeah, like you, 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 that secondary was insane. The linebackers were insane. You, you're looking at this defense. You're like, who, who am I getting the ball to? Who, who's, who's, who's catching these passes? And then they, they let D'Angelo Williams walk, and they let Steve Smith. Walk. You know who's coming for the MVP, Mister Deshaun Watson. Yeah, he's 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 getting hot. He's he's really coming into what people. Yesterday. He's coming into what people thought he would be. Will Fuller yesterday, 14 catches, 217 yards, three touchdowns. That's Will Fuller. Where do you go to school? People don't know. University of Notre Dame. Weird. I know he's, he's one of those. He's like he's like a little. He's like a. He's a savage. It's that simple. But he's he, a savage. But everybody always says he's always good for one game a year. Yeah, but you know what? I'll quote Mr. Joe Zeris, as you know him. Uh-huh. Joe Zeris is a good man. CSI basketball division two. Go Fins. He says, you know, uh, yesterday he texts in our group chat at like 1.45. So I guess today is one of the three games Will Fuller decides to show up to all year. Yeah. You know, that usual 10 catches, 200 yards, three touchdown game. He's right, though. That's only two, three games a year. He goes wild, and then he gets hurt. Yeah, that, that's a, that, I texted that yesterday, too, in my, in my fantasy chat. I was like, all right, so next Watson week. Was, Watson was 28 of 33 for 426, five touchdowns, no picks. Yeah, he, listen. And I, he ran four times for 47 yards. I was completely sold on him from the minute that they drafted him because you, you, you look at this guy, right, and he's coming, out of, he's coming out of Clemson, and you're looking at him, and you're saying, all right, look at the offense you're giving him now. Back then they had Lamar Miller, and they had Deshaun Watson. I mean, they had um, – they had Brock Osweiler. They had Brock Osweiler at, at QB, and it was a disaster. 
and you have DeAndre Hopkins, who is arguably one of the greatest wide receivers right now in the NFL, and you, you, you're throwing Deshaun Watson into there, and you're like, all right, how could this guy mess up? And now he's getting into full circle where he's playing a full – it looks like he's fully healthy for the first time in his career. Yeah, and it, it was They got sad. him a decent O-line. Yeah, it was sad watching him go down those two years because – it, it, he went. He went down. He went down twice. Correct. Yeah. It, he. You know. And it was. And he played that that playoff game with bruised bruised lungs or bruised ribs or something. Yeah, he, like took, that. he took a crack the game the week before. Like two weeks Unreal. before. Unreal. He's, he's a competitor. That's all you could say. Nah. Yeah. It was. You know what? He's. Listen. I, I'm. I like him. I. I like him coming for that MVP this year. I really want to see him. I want to see him. You know. You think when it's all said and done, he'll be better than Aaron Rodgers? Ooh. What? Yeah. You're, you're picking. You. You're really. You're really trying at me now with that one. Listen, Rogers. I don't know because you know what? When you when you is he your greatest quarterback of all time? Rogers, no, but he's he's my preferred talent of a QB of all time because from what I've seen watching him as a fan and what I've seen in total of like going back before you know like before I really got into the big Green Bay craze, he makes plays that you you're like wow like. Like, you can't draw him up. No, he, not even. I mean, you can't. Some of the stuff that he does, you can't even do in Madden. Th- listen, it's it's just like this guy just fine. He can throw a football. He can throw to anyone off any platform you give him, and he can shoot it down the field, 45, 50 yards accurately, and make a play. He threw that pass to Jared Cook on the sideline where nobody else would have made been able to number one get away from that after getting sacked the play before. And number two, even attempting that on third and twenty when you're when you're tied in the fourth quarter, like with five seconds left. How about Kyler Murray getting his first career win? Ugly, but it was still a win. Ooh, uh, I don't know. I, I mean, are you sold on him? You still need more to see. I need more to see. I mean, I like him. He's he's got good poise. He's got a strong arm. But I don't. I'm not, I'm looking at him and I'm I'm a little shaky because he's not really throwing to anybody that you know. Like besides Larry, because you know Larry Larry's Larry legend. Larry Legend, I mean, you know, he's not throwing anybody that, like, their names don't really, like, have a good spark. So. I know you brought it up to me uh, prior to this, but uh, how about your boy Teddy Bridgewater, 26 of 34, 314, four passing touchdowns? 3 0 is a starter right now for the New Orleans Saints. It's got to be a great feeling for him. I love it. He started out shaky yesterday, he had that pick, but then he, you know, he, he, he fought back and he, he really went at them. That was a, that's a division game too. So you know, you you're, sometimes weird stuff happens in like divisional games when when you when you tend to look at it. But uh, I really liked I really liked the way he played yesterday. And I mean, I'm a Michael Thomas fantasy owner, so I loved it. But how about that boy Josh Jacobs? Yeah, 26 rushes, 123 yards, four targets, two touchdowns, had three catches, 20 yards. I mean. Help me out. As advertised. Yeah. The, the Alabama back. Yeah. Three, I mean, three-star recruit. Not the biggest recruit. Just being a dominant football player since he's gotten on the field wherever he's been. Yeah, and that, that shows a lot because it's a huge win over the over the Bears. In yeah, London. especially that defense, running that way against that defense. You know, you're, you're, you're going up against a really strong, like, in-your-face defense. You're, you're going up against a defense that's not to be messed with. You know, they they came out of the season. They, they held – they held Green Bay like, all right, you know, you want to talk about high-powered offense or whatever. You held Green Bay to 10 points the first game of the season, then you're you're really showing, you know, you're showing, like, like who you are when you when you run stuff and everything. Broncos with a huge upset over the Chargers to get their first win of the year. Patriots beat the Redskins. No surprise at all. No surprise at all. The Bills, 14-7 over the Titans. 4-1 the Bills. Josh Allen, 
I like He's him. winning. I like him. Say whatever you got to say about the guy. He's winning. The Ravens beat the Steelers 23, 26-23. Poor Mason Rudolph. I mean, that that really sucks, especially for Ryan Shazier to see that live. <laughs> really had it. Really had to be tough. Yeah, he went to sleep. Poor guy. That's brutal. I mean, I felt really, really bad. Lamar Jackson, subpar game throwing the ball. Yeah, not not not. Ran fourteen times. Ran a lot yesterday. He broke the. Uh, the he broke a thousand yards first. Game. How about the nightcap? The Colts taking down the Chiefs in Arrowhead. On the road, Jacoby Brissett is the truth. He's the truth. I don't know what's going on there, man. I don't, I don't care. He had 151 yards. He beat Patrick. He beat Patrick Mahomes. I don't I'm, care. I'm talking about Marlon Mack, 132. Come on, this Colts team—they might make some noise if the Tex. Their biggest problem right now is the Houston Texans. Yeah, no, it, it it that's that's really like all they're concerned that that's all they have to be concerned about. But you know what? I really like that that they're coming they're coming at every team they play. You know, they're not just. Just because luck retired and they're not really sitting back, they're like, all right, let's tank it out. Let's see if we can get a QB. No, they, they got their trust in him. And they paid Prezet. They gave him a two-year, yeah. $30 million deal. Mm-hmm. They had trust in him. They had faith in him. I'd rather a guy that knows the system than if it doesn't work this year and next year, you do everything you possibly can to go up and get Trevor your Lawrence. Players, your players on a team only get older and there's only so many shots you can get. They don't, they don't even deserve Trevor Lawrence. I mean, they had Peyton Manning, the highest ever rated quarterback coming out of college. Andrew Luck, the highest ever rated quarterback since Peyton Manning coming out of college. Now they're going to get Trevor Lawrence in two years. Like, mm-hmm. who's going to be the highest rated since Andrew Luck? Like, I like the Colts though; they're a fun team to watch. Listen, I I always like a good underdog story, and even with Luck going out, you know that's a big underdog story with them because nobody really was able. You're not really able to tell what Jacoby was said because he didn't really have that good of a resume. Especially when it happened a week before the season, two weeks before the season. Yeah, you know, and you're basically like, all right, I'm the starter now, like. All right, we're gonna we're gonna wrap up football here. Twenty two mm-hmm. good minutes of football. Yeah. How about the New York Yankees? Love it, love to see it. Chase for twenty eight. How ready. does that How does that make you feel? Watch like when Didi Gregorius hit that grand slam. How did you feel? What was your reaction? I was sitting in Miller's Ale House. Miller's Ale House, and we were going crazy, getting a brew with the boys. Uh yeah, we had we had actually come home from. I was in the city. I was in the city most of the day. We came home. We went for uh, went for a nice dinner, and then. The Yankees were playing, and all of a sudden, I look up at the TV. Sal's cashed up, if you guys didn't know. He does this often. <laughs> I look up at the TV, and Didi's standing up there. We're up, we're up 3 nothing, so I felt pretty comfortable. Boom, he blasts a shot with bases loaded, and the whole ball was going crazy. Should have went to the game. Yeah, imagine. You should have yeah. went. Those tickets are insane. You should have went. You should have sacrificed. You should have given. You know, you got to give to get sometimes. You're right. I should have. I want to. I want to go. Maybe next next. Is series. this your guarantee to say if they make it to the ALCS, you'll go to a game if you can? Hundred percent. You got it right right now. You can't. You now if you don't go to a game and they and they lose the series, you know why? Yeah, now it's my. Fault. You can't say things like that and then not follow through. I mean, you. Now if they go to ALCS, I'm definitely going to a game. I want me and my cousin are going to go to go to go to a game. Go to a game. I really I want. To. What do you think of Giancarlo Stanton? Right now, he's looking like a giant waste of money to me. I mean, listen. giant waste of money. Not even just a waste of money. You put giant in front of that. That's some big. That's some big. He wrote the those are some big boy words right there, man. I'm gonna get a lot of hate for it, but you're I, not gonna get any hate for it. Actually, a lot of Yankee fans don't like him. They true, but they also see like like everybody likes to see him as like an A Rod because he's a power hitter, and then like they like to see Judge as like a Jeter because he's like a homegrown guy. So like they see like you know like they have like the same situation. Like you have like a Judge, a guy who came up through the farm system. So he's more like a like a Derek Jeter. He's like the like the staple Yankee, you know. And then you have someone like Giancarlo Stanton that comes from Miami and that looks that's like an A Rod that came from 
Where where was he back then? Um, a Rod Houston or was he in? Was he when he came to us with um, A Rod started his career with Seattle and Seattle, then he right. went to Texas. Then he went to Texas. So then he came to us and you know, it was like you know, they want to repeat that magic, but right now and sometimes the name of the game is is, is paying the players. Yeah, you got to do sometimes. That was a no brainer trade. I mean, they didn't. They barely gave up anybody. Yeah. I How confident are you feeling going in? I mean, assuming the Yankees are up 2 nothing with Game 3 tonight. I mean, assuming they get into the ALCS. How confident are you going against the Houston Astros, assuming that's your opponent? Garrett Cole, Justin Verlander, and, and then Zach Granke, who had a bad start today, but at the end of the day, it's still Zach Granke. I'd, I'd love to have him as my favorite. He's my favorite pitcher in the league, partly because he wears number 21, but also because he's like his control is amazing. If you watch him and you watch the way he pitches – like I also I wrote him uh, uh, with my fantasy as my starter in fantasy for baseball the whole season the whole way every every time he was he was starting I had him and I love I love him as as a pitcher and I wish the Yankees would have tried to throw something at him but he's he's gonna be what gets you what, I mean it's been a long season a lot of ups and downs with the Yankees a lot of no a lot of fun Yankees. times a lot of miserable times not a lot of miserable times but some miserable times every season has to have some bad yeah. moments. What gets you the most annoyed when it comes to the Yankees? That you know you, you get somebody up on, up at bat and then you're leaving runs on you're leaving runs out there, leaving guys in scoring position. Yeah, you're leaving guys you're leaving guys on second and third, and you're striking out at at nothing like gutter balls. It's not very easy to hit up there. No, nah, definitely not. I ninety nine with movement usually. Now that's the average pitch usually about ninety six to ninety eight. If you think about it, that's insane. It's very insane. Like you're making up your mind as the pitcher as, it's as soon a, as the it's, ball leaves the pitcher's hands, you're the, making up your mind. For the most part, it's a guessing game. You're you're basically just watching from his release point. You're watching the grip, and it's a guessing game at that point. Yeah. You could study it. You could watch all the film you want. At the end of the day, it's the hardest thing to do is hit a baseball. Yeah, but I, that just frustrates me because you're getting paid. I mean, you know, like I said, you're getting paid millions of dollars to be up there, but. You can't really fault them because it's it's ins- it literally is insane. Like again, like you know, you're going up against like Chapman, right, in the ninth inning, right? That he throws a hundred off the mound from the left side as well, which is even harder. That he that guy throws a hundred and one miles an Bullets. hour. Like he has a shotgun front arm. They call him the Cuban Missile. <laughs> how do you uh, how do you feel about? We'll go back to to football for a second. How do you feel about the Packers this year? Give me a bold prediction. Bold prediction. A realistic, like a, like a good bold prediction. Like, don't just give me like, oh, they're gonna win the Super Bowl. Like, give me an 12, in-depth. twelve and four. Twelve and four. Okay. Because there's there's some tough games that we got to go. We got to go. We got to go to. Uh, I think we have to go to Arrowhead. Got to go to Chicago, right? We got to go to Chicago. Uh, we definitely have to play Chicago. The Lions. We're playing this week, and we got to play. Right, I think we're playing the Lions this week, and uh, we got to play uh, the Vikings one more time. And it's gonna be it's gonna be a little bit of a, a little different game. A little bit of of a rough. Rough point for us, but um, I just Super Bowl or no? This defense looks good. Defense is a championship defense. Uh, if they would stay healthy and not injured every five seconds, but one game, one game, it could be played tomorrow at Bloomingdale Park. It's for a hundred million dollars. You get to pick one quarterback. You take an Aaron Rodgers or Patrick Mahomes. One quarterback. They have the best offensive lines ever. Right. They have. On the left side, Odell Beckham and Julio Jones. And on the right side, they have DeAndre Hopkins. And we'll let Antonio Brown play in this game. Oh, okay. Does he have his, his feet frozen off? His feet are not frozen off during this game. And he gets to wear his old helmet. 
There you go. Who are you uh, taking? I'm taking Rodgers. I, I don't even need the best O-line because he didn't have the best O-line. Like, if you watch him, all right, so, you know, you have someone like Patrick Mahomes, right? His team is pretty much a bunch of track receivers right now that he has. Like, Tyreek Hill, his specialty is, like, blowing past somebody and throwing the mailbox up and, like, saying, like, yo, I'm open. Like, throwing the mailbox he's up. He's throwing, like, like I call it, like, you know, a lot of people say it's, like, give the mailbox. Give me an index. Well, why do you call it the so, mailbox? So, all right, so the mailbox has this red thing on it. Like, the staple mailbox and all the cartoons has this red thing. So when it's open, it means, like, you know, like, it's ready to, you know, the mail got to go in there. And the mailman comes, he opens it up, he puts the mail in, he pulls the flap down, and the people in the house know, all right, I got to grab the mail or whatever. So the so mailbox. That's, that's what you do when you play when you play flag. You play flag football, right? That's what you do? Yeah, the mailbox is always open. Always open. 7-Eleven, they call me. 7-Eleven. No. Un- unfortunately for Sal, he has to go up against my team in a couple weeks. I mean, oh, forget about it. We'll see if he's if he's 7-Eleven that day. No, definitely not. It's going to be like uh Oh, oh, that's, I mean, that's, have some self-confidence, have some pride, man. There's, there's going to be some people listening to this. Hopefully. Now, hopefully, hopefully I get some bulls. Not about the people. People definitely listen. Crazy sounds on the podcast. Somebody's out listening. <laughs> but, um, I mean, it's been, it's been a ton of fun having you on this podcast. I mean, we're closing down right now. We'd love to have you again. I would love to be on it again. I, I had a lot of fun. You know, maybe we'll see Sal this Friday or this Thursday at some point on the podcast. I mean, we're going to fit him in if he, as long as he's available. But today was a fun one. I would take Pat Mahomes over Aaron Rodgers for a one-game series. That's just my opinion. Oof, they, my heart, they call him Crazy Sal for a reason. Patrick Mahomes is very good at football. So is Aaron Rodgers. But All right. Anything to add? Uh, no, not really. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see tonight's game, but that's about it. All right. Browns are going to win tonight. Odell's going for 100-plus. Have a nice one.